What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Oh, man. Sounded a little tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm exhausted with this corona stuff, which we're going to get into uh, in a moment here. <sighs> man, what is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell, host of Page of the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. The more energetic Lauren, apparently. Uh yeah which is a switch <laughs> as fast as the coronavirus news has you know has come and gone it's back yeah we had a solid episode last week oh it was bomb that i was, was digging like, it i was feeling yeah, like, like groove this is great normal. i was excited and now i'm just like <sighs> it's tricky it's a tricky time to have a podcast that talks about stuff that happens in the world when this is kind of but the like, main thing happening. Well, there's a lot of things happening, but like, I want to talk about more like interesting like things and and right. yeah, like you know, you know, yeah, you know, we d- we do have some stuff today, so it's not all about Corona. So don't get scared it's, off. It's well, none of it's about Corona. <laughs> okay, none of it's talking about Corona. So I mean, that's good. It's just it's it. From what we normally talk about, because normally it's like there's a plethora of like stuff we can talk about. It's it's been pretty dry, but like yeah, this whole episode nothing nothing to do with Corona. I'm just exhausted about the Corona. Well, actually, hold up, I lied, I lied. This well, one yeah, top, that's top what I'm saying. Get into. Right, yeah. I'm you're like, right. You, yeah, you led into it and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, I didn't want to talk about this. So, man, uh, I'm gonna start with this. All you guys that you know, essential workers and people that. Still have to like go into to work. I appreciate you guys. No, you know, I appreciate everyone everything everyone's doing. I'm glad that we all, you know, everyone that is able to work is able to work and provide for their family. We're basically uh saying <laughs> re- remember that like obviously this is tough on everybody. So everybody is having their own issues with their own situation so just like essential workers are having their stress so are the people who are unemployed so so are the people who are employed but work from home and like all the different scenarios so so i just look at it as we're all going through we're all going through the same thing just differently so i would have what i would call a little breakdown in the past week we were going back and forth and talking. Man, and we like, both did. And it like, yeah, it really was like a, it was a real tearjerker. Yeah. Um, a lot of tearjerker. We just had like a super <laughs> real conversation. Because like for us, this has been, you know, it, we'd be lying if we would say this, it's not affecting our relationship. And, mm. you know, it, it makes things more difficult. Um, because the thing is, there's more stress on you individually and you're going through your own stuff that like when you come together, it's like sometimes you'll take it out on each other or you're not talking about it enough. So then it builds up and explodes or like there's all different scenarios. And then also we handle things differently. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's just been a little bit stressful with us as well. And so we had like this super real conversation just regarding us and our relationship and and our individual stresses and all this and it just kind of it got very real towards the end and it got very emotional and uh you know just letting it all out just saying really what's how it is you know not holding back yeah um i don't want to 
touch on it too much as far as that <laughs> that whole situation goes. Yeah. But more so just to lead into everyone that's working from home has the ability to work from home. I totally understand the stress you're going through. And dog, take a moment to like if you if you do work from home and you listen to this podcast, yo, shout out to you. Um and just take a moment just to like take a deep breath in take it out um like it's needed like yeah i feel i'll talk about myself so i've been working from home i'm not sure how many weeks now pretty much since like march 9 10 something around there is march where we are 13th ish right something like that yeah. I, i've been so a good two months right over over two months yeah over mm-hmm. two months mm-hmm. and at first it was like okay cool no big deal but then it it progresses <laughs> and it's just like I'm starting to see this with like the clients I work with where like normally they would work like a you know like a eight to three or something and I would know like if I email them past a certain time I'm not getting a response till the next day but now I'm getting responses from them to like five o'clock six and I'm just like wait you're normally not working mm-hmm. these times like why are you why are you emailing me I'm supposed to have my break because you're not here so it's <laughs> like hey um and it's like. I, I say that because I'm stressed when it comes to, to work from home. Normally, I was able to. I worked like a few days um, going to the office, a few days, you know, at home, and it was great. And now I'm just like, it's exhausting. Yeah, there's no there's no break. And I was saying this to you. I've been saying this for a while now, but I'll totally go back to working at Target way, like when I used to work there years ago. Um if I was able to, if I was able to maintain the same pay I have now, because with my job, even when I have days off emails and people still needing me, it's it's still happening. Um, so the next day I come in, I'm, I'm handling yesterday's work or whatever day, like when we go on vacations, I come back, I'm seeing like, you know, 200, 300 emails. I have to filter all through to see, you know, who needs help for me while I was out. That's exhausting. <laughs> if I'm working at Target, I know as soon as I punch out the clock, someone else is coming in to fill my position to go, you know, carry on. Um, and it, I, there's, I'm constantly running. It just feels like you're just nonstop running. And like lately, I've been finding myself, and I stopped doing this the past week, where like as soon as five o'clock comes, I'm out. Like I, I just turn my computer off. I, because like, at the beginning of this, I'm sitting here like on my computer to like five thirty, six o'clock, like. Just like still trying to watch whatever emails come through so I can help whatever clients reach out to me. And I'm like... And you get on early too. Yeah, I normally get on like well, 30 minutes early, but I mean, it's not much. But still, you keep pushing it like on both ends. But like, eh, it's just, it's it's, it's draining. Because <laughs> now I feel like what's happening now since everyone's busy and everyone's doing things, normally if we weren't dealing with a, a crazy pandemic. I would have a few people reach out to me. Normally, summertime is for slow time because people are out taking vacations, people are out doing whatever. Like, it's it's relatively slow in, in mm-hmm. my current like space. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year is different, yeah. Yeah, because no one's taking vacations. Everyone's home. Like, it's I don't see that happening. Maybe later in the year, you know, come fall and May ease up because you know, restrictions will be lessened and people can you know take days off and they may take like you know staycations or something. Mm-hmm. But 
normally it's pretty slow and right now i have like people that normally wouldn't reach out reaching out and it's just like becoming a, a thing of like i'm dealing with so many things being pulled from so many different ways and normally i'm pretty good at like remembering everything i have to do for the next day and i just i can't like at this point i just i give up um and i'm like a part of me is waiting i feel like i put you put a lot of pressure on yourself and like a part of me is like waiting for like my boss something to say something I don't think it's going to happen, but it's just me putting it in my head that, like, I'm since I feel like I'm doing such a bad job, um, someone's going to, you know, notice and say something. I don't think so, though, especially with the type, like, how he is and stuff. I And I don't think you're doing as bad as you think you are. Well, yeah. I just, We're beating I, I ourselves that. up right now, obviously. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. that. Like, in our last, like, team call, like, I got, like, praised for, like, whatever stuff. But, like, that's great. Everyone's praising me for for this. But I'm sitting here, like, mm-hmm. I'm stressed as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like, dog, I'm running like, I, I, like I'm two people doing one one job. Like, it's just, does that make sense? What I just yeah. said? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just, and, like, yo, I, I at this point, I have, like, PTSD. So, every time, like, my computer dings off and i'm away from it i'm just mm-hmm. like shoot who is it like i'm just like i'm i know like was it <laughs> it was one time i was listening to a i think it was the department of labor call and like the little ding or something went off and it was the same and you were like wait that was you oh okay <laughs> yeah I'm sure. like the sound yeah it's kind of like when uh oh like in tiktoks and stuff Sometimes, like, there's this one where an alarm will go off, like, out of nowhere, and, like, it just kind of triggers people who, like, hate waking up to their alarms. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I just want to take, I want everyone to take a moment, or take take today, to go out, go for a walk. Like, we've been trying to do this a bit more, and it, it's it's helpful yeah, to, like, get out. Yeah, we've been doing, out. yeah, like, one to two walks a day, pretty much. Um, like first thing in the morning and then after work it's helpful i mean it takes a place of like where you know i would normally exercise every day going to the gym obviously i can't so well i take it out in, in another way and it's good to get that out of your body because stress lives in the body and like all this bad stuff and so you know if you're walking if you're moving you're you're physically helping mm-hmm. the emotional part too so um plus it's nicer weather now at least here it's, I mean, it's starting lot, to get a lot of places in the world right now. In the yeah. US. Well, yeah. So we're trying to take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just got to say, like, for sure, if you're working from home, not to knock anyone that goes into the office or goes into wherever they're working, if you work from home, like, just take that much needed, like, day off or something. Like, mental health is important, especially if you work, if you do go into a store or something. Like, they call you. I was reading an article where, like, they sit there and they call um, the people that work in stores and, you know, essential workers, like, um, like heroes and like you're you know you're doing a great job but a lot of these people don't feel like that like yeah cool you're giving me two dollars more but i'm still risking my life well yeah and a lot of people don't feel like it just because they feel like they're just doing their job i think there's that thing too is a lot of people try to be humble and so they're just like i don't get it like i'm just i'm just here like Mm -hmm. especially like medical professionals they're just like I've been doing it. Like I've been saving lives. I've been, you know, in this in this world. So thanks, I guess. But you know, I'm just oh, I'm doing what I signed up for. Is May Mental Health Month? I thought it was mental. Oh, awareness. look at us! Mental Health Awareness That's Month. That's what I thought too. 
Yeah. Hey, look at us doing mental health topics without the mental health awareness of knowing it. It is that month. <laughs> <laughs> Was that English? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, take take the much needed most. I can't even talk. God damn, you messed me up. I'm sorry. Take the, <laughs> take the day off. Whatever. Like, yo, Memorial Day is coming up, and I'm so excited because I'm like three days. Like, I feel like Saturday and Sunday for me just fly by and it's not enough for me. So, like, yes, I get to just, like, take it easy, take a breath, like, an extra day just not have to worry. This is weird for me. What? Go ahead. Memorial Day weekend is, like, usually slammed. Like, Memorial Day and Labor Day weekend are really popular wedding weekends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I'm like, oh, that just dawned on me. Do you it's want to talk about your what's been going on with you for the past two two months and change? Sure. Go ahead. Let them know. Um, okay, so I'll advocate, I guess, for the self-employed and now unemployed population. <laughs> um, so I can't speak on like if you have a W two and you're unemployed, but I can speak on if you're self-employed and unemployed, and uh, it's been rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I work in the wedding industry. I work in the beauty space. Um, so overall, just everything came to a halt overnight. Um, you know, we were told by the health department back in March that we should think about not working. And then by the end of that week, we were mandated to not work. Um, and then just ever since then, weddings have just dropped like flies. Um, obviously, because, you know. You can't have more than five people right now in a group. And um, if your vendors can't even be working, then they can't do your, you know, your hair and makeup and all that fun stuff. But uh, so weddings is the biggest part of my business. And so it's been a stressor that um, this year is probably completely shot for me because pretty much all of spring and summer is all rescheduled and even some fall people are rescheduling now i have september october november brides that are are reaching out to me and being like so thinking of doing this some have pulled the trigger already um so the fact that i could technically open maybe in a couple months or something but it's like this whole year is still not good for me. Mm-hmm. So even when I can reopen, because the still the majority part of my business is the weddings part. So um, because I don't do hair. So I do makeup, lashes, waxing, and um, I don't do like cuts and colors and all that stuff. So I am more of the luxury services, you could say, <laughs> because, you know, not everyone just gets their makeup done every day and mm-hmm. lashes and all that stuff. So um yeah, so it's been tough. I feel like I've been a cross between working more for no pay because you have to obviously work with your brides to reschedule them and be, you know, appeasing and comforting and all this stuff. And, you know, meanwhile, you're like going insane yourself. And then, um, and then it's also like I'm trying to prioritize self care when I can. It's a very weird space to be in because. I don't know. I very much take it day by day. I'm trying not to push myself to do stuff that I physically or emotionally or mentally feel like I cannot handle in that moment. So, like, I'll get these random bursts of motivation and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like, let's go for it. 
Uh, like I had this crazy burst of motivation to do this insanely long blog post the other day. And I was like, all right, let's just let's do it while it's here. Um, because then when I am just in a not so great space, I'm not I, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll stare at the computer literally for hours and trying to force myself to do something. And I'm like in this weird space where I just can't. Mm-hmm. So um so I try to give myself grace for that. Grace was my 2020 word, which is really ironic <laughs> because it still applies. But um, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on with me. I don't I'm at the place where I don't know what phase I'm reopening in yet. It hasn't been announced. Phase one for Connecticut starts May 20th, uh, which does include hair salons, which is a whole debate in itself. But um. I'm not in it. So I'm just kind of still in limbo and still communicating with clients like, hey, you're on a list and, you know, I'll let you know as soon as I hear anything. But right now I I'm I have no clue. Like I can't answer anything like because I got people who like even like mid-June, they're like, if I do my engagement shoot, then are you going to be able to like do it? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I want to very yeah. much, but I may not be able to. So like we'll we'll talk i don't know and a lot of you know most of them understand i've had some really amazing brides who are you know understanding and even just very kind during this time which is very appreciated appreciated because uh yeah like i said we kind of have to prioritize them over us right now but uh yeah so it's been it's been a doozy but for me it just kind of all hit ahead the other night because it's the dreaded like what if like what if this goes on too long Mm -hmm. and I lose too much money and it ends (laughs) like I it's it's that's definitely not the intention you know and I'm doing everything in my power to not let that happen I thankfully have some business savings and I've been using that to pay us and uh, I finally got the PPP and I'm still arguing with unemployment (laughs) but uh I'm trying you know obviously not to get to that point because you know, I was talking about how this is it. Like, this is my one true love and my passion that, like, I always want to do. I don't really have a backup plan. And, you know, I went to college and, but what I went to college for, like, early childhood education, first of all, it doesn't pay well at all. And second of all, um, I get really sick around kids easily. So it's just not a great space for me to be in. So that's out. And just, yeah. So, Hoping it doesn't get to that, but there is that kind of crippling fear in the back of your mind uh, every now and then that just wants to make an appearance, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on with me. But I so, yeah, to my self-employed people, it's rough. It's really rough because, like I said, we kind of the stuff we sacrifice to make our dream happen and how long we've worked at it and how much we've put into it for it to just be possibly taken away overnight is terrifying Mm -hmm. and is really depressing so um what i've found solace in is connecting with other people who get my situation a lot of wedding vendors other makeup artists things like that because you know we all get it people are on all their different playing field so some people are more positive some people are more negative some people are more you know in a better space a worse space so it's it's interesting to kind of get everyone's point of view um and just support each other because i don't know it's almost like 
how like you don't know what it's like to be a mom until you are. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, I can't really sympathize with moms as much as other moms could sympathize with that mom. So it's kind of the same thing with like self-employment is like if you find your kind of group of people, uh, you know, it's really good to have you know, those people to bounce ideas off of and get support and stuff because you're in like this bubble together. You're in this bubble that you're hoping doesn't pop. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing. But just reach out for support and be supportive when you can. That's my that's my advice is, uh, you know, a little give and take because right now it's hard for everybody. So definitely don't feel like you have to exhaust yourself with giving yourself if you feel like you can't mm -hmm. but then like if you're in a if you're in better spirits one day or something maybe be that for someone else who who then is going through it too because i think that's what really helps everyone kind of stick together and get through this as best we can so and you know i just hope that other states are having better unemployment <laughs> experiences than i am I don't know. I hear it's bad everywhere, but I also hear Connecticut is definitely one of the worst. So, yay! <laughs> so, yeah. Health blessings and money to everybody. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. <coughs> At the end of the day, I just, yeah, hope everyone gets their financial things and mental health stuff figured out. Yeah, this this year is pretty much just a wash. Like, that's that's pretty much what's going to happen. And I hope it does not lead into 2021, but who knows? Oh, God, please, no. But uh, <laughs> on to other news, if you, we are good. I'm good. <laughs> it's so heavy. So, I want to talk about Kobe. So, his the autopsy came back for all nine of the, of the people that were on the plane, and it was all certified as blunt trauma. No. It just confirms that, like, a, like it wasn't like a... You know, like, it wasn't, like, a slow and painful type death. It was just, like, boom. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's at least helpful. At least that's, like, okay, cool. Um, And it was certified as an accident. So, as of now, the families of the victims are suing Island Express, which is the company that owned the helicopter. Um, a relative of the pilot has come out and said that it was the passenger's fault for what happens, although many are skeptical of this accusation. How would they know? <laughs> We're gonna get into that. Um, they have did, well, like, did the pilot make a call right before it went down or something? I mean, like, it makes no sense because if you're the pilot and you know it's unsafe, why would you go? So, like, clearly this guy, I, the fault has to be on the pilot. Like, well, you yeah. have, like, if my Uber driver knows he's not the biggest, he he doesn't feel safe driving on the highway. Why are you gonna take me on the highway if right. you don't feel safe doing it? Right. <laughs> like it's not. I'm not the one at fault. You're the one taking the risk. You're the one right. driving it. Right. Um. Let me see here. I'm gonna see if I have. Well, any that and the company this. itself. So not even just the pilot, but the company itself is should be held responsible. Just mm -hmm. because. Yeah. Again, even if the pilot was saying, "No, nah, no, nah, I got this," then the company should be like, "No, like it's no, it's not the best conditions. Let's just let's wait. Let's not. You know." Yeah. It's kind of like the chain of command. There's multiple people that can kind of play into making a decision. Yeah, they're pretty much blaming it on like on the passengers 
um, because they they knowing and voluntary encounter with the risk involved because they knew what the risk was that was involved with it. It's essentially what it was. No, tell me to go home then. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, um, because I know what is up in the clouds. I know about clouds and mountains and fog and atmosphere and all that stuff. You're right. I was trained in that. The rep at the company <laughs> does, like doesn't give an example of what the passengers like did to cause the accident, which just goes to show that these claims are pretty nefarious. They were present. Uh, How dare they? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like it. That's a stupid. That's a terrible. It's it's, and it's, terrible it's really a slap excuse. in the face of. Um, is it Vanessa? Right, is his wife's name? Mm-hmm. Like. It's like, come on now. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. And that makes no sense. Like, that, that's like saying, like, uh, if we go flying in a plane and it, that crashes, oh, it's the passenger's fault. Like, they well, no, basically, it- it's a slap in the face to all the families because oh, yeah. you're basically calling whoever went on that stupid. Pretty much. Like, and it's Pretty like, wow, thanks for, Pretty you know. Much. Like, they saying that they put them at a voluntary risk, like. Then you could have said I'm not flying. Hello. It really makes no sense. To that me. is a thing, right? I don't. I'm not trained in all that. I don't know the, the the mechanics of the you know the atmosphere and and how all that works. That's like if I if I if I lost a family member in a plane crash and they I try to sue them, and they're like, nope, it was a, it was their fault. They they got on the plane themselves. They took the risk, and that's what. Oh my, buddy. Let's okay. Let's compare it to something that we're more familiar with, snow. So if we needed like a driver to come pick us up for something voluntary, like going to the game or whatever, in the snow, and say it's getting real bad out, mm-hmm. they could just they could say well, like, you, which, "I'm not coming." Like, right? They they could just say like, <laughs> "It's putting me roads are getting worse. We need to let the plows go through. Like we need to wait this out. Now is not the time." Yeah. Like even if yes, me. St- I can understand that snow is bad and that, you know, it's probably not the best idea, but like it's still ultimately on them. Like you can say no. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that's part of business. You can say no. It makes sense. But I just had to share that because that's currently what the news that's happening. And I I hope they win the lawsuit because it's not for like the money's not going to Vanessa. I'm 100% certain she she would give the money to the the yeah. rest of the families that were affected by this. Yeah. Because it's needed. Like, yeah. It, it, money's not going to solve the problem. It's not going to bring their loved ones back. But it's like, you know, mm-hmm. here goes the funeral costs. Here goes whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, here, here's something for your, your grievances, if that's the right, right term. Well, yeah, yeah. And not for nothing. Right now, we don't even know what those families are going through right now. If they're just average families. Yeah. So I mean they're probably not if they're hanging with Kobe like that, but nonetheless, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I don't even know why I thought about it like that. Um, you know what I mean. But yeah, I just have to share that because it's just it's wild that that's what they're going with. And I guess as news goes through with this lawsuit, I kind of want to follow it, so I'll give updates as I as this progresses. But I'm I'm pretty interested to see how this like turns out. I really feel like there's no way. Well, there's a way that they can lose but there's no way that they can't lose at least in my eyes because it just seems like stupid mm-hmm. to like have it have it go to the the helicopter company or whatever mm-hmm. that's just my thoughts on it i just had to share um 
Now you had something about Jeffrey Star and some Yeah, so I haven't brought up YouTube stuff in a minute. So um a couple days ago Jeffrey Star released is his latest eyeshadow palette and it's called Cremated. And it's basically uh an assortment of all cool tone cool oh my gosh, cool tone neutrals. <laughs> now you got me tripping over my words. Mm-hmm. Um which I mean first of all it's kind of funny because people are complaining that they're like underwhelmed because it's a neutral palette and it's him. But I'm like, it's kind of a smart move because yeah, you're known for colorful stuff, but you're going to get a lot of people who just want neutrals from you too. So because they want like the quality of his eyeshadows, but to be able to wear it more. Um, But the bigger thing here is the fact that he released something or he's releasing something named that right now is the controversy um you know given the COVID 19 situation and the fact that pretty much all these people are being cremated um given the situation and you know we're in a pandemic that is deadly and things like that yeah, so you did um it on purpose huh you did it on purpose well i don't know because first of all he's known for having interesting names it's not like this is new for him but second of all you do authentically like we even saw in the shane dawson thing last year it takes a long time for things to happen so this was already in the works and i don't think the name could be switched that quickly because right now his factory of people isn't working Oh, yeah, he so like it's not like they all of a sudden could have changed that packaging like that that true, fast true, true, true. so you know i i think it was in the works but i see what people are saying because yeah i mean it could have just waited a, and who's a buying that right now i'm sure plenty of people are no well, yeah the little young girls are i'm following. sure I, you know that's the interesting thing is people yes people are suffering financially right now but people don't just give up everything they like mm. either you know like People will still buy makeup and people will still support people that they're like super fans of and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah. And so. Cremation palette. What? The cremation palette. Cremated. Cremated. Same thing. And so it it has like, um, of course there's like interesting names of the actual shadows because they have to go with the theme and stuff. Um, so you have like obituary, burial gown, eulogy, oh grave grave digger, oh my God. death certificate, R.I.P. Paul Bear, the morgue, solemnly swear goodbye, last respects, diamond ashes, death blow, life insurance, inheritance, hearse, like all and bombed. You have all like these death kind of names and then some of them like have like he has his star logo that has a halo around it he has the hearse he has the the um what is that called what is that called where you put the ashes in urn he has all um he has a um wow i'm losing the name right now uh it's a tombstone tombstone yeah (laughs) yeah all that all that he has um like all those imprinted in the eyeshadows too. So like obvious because obviously you're gonna go with the theme, but I just think Yeah, because it launches May twenty second. Um I don't know what obviously what that means as far as when they'll ship or anything like that. But um because he's in California obviously, so I think it's even worse over there. Right? Isn't it? With like stuff opening yeah, up. So much in New York. Yeah. So 
um yeah so i just i i was interested i'd love to know people's thoughts just because um you know there's part of me i get it because he's interesting he's always had stuff that was outside the box and that kind of stuff i just think it was in poor taste the timing you know like this yeah i i would have waited because uh you know you don't need to release something right now first of all like you're okay um and second of all that's an understatement you know people People wouldn't hold it against people if they didn't release stuff right now. You know what I mean? So it's like if you had a longer time frame in between your releases, it's not like it would be an issue. Like you would still be fine, you know, five months from now or whatever. So I don't know. And like me personally, I get from a makeup standpoint, I can understand why he picked cool tone neutrals. Not only because obviously cool tones go more with the death theme, (laughs) if we're being just blunt, Mm -hmm. but... Um, there are when it comes to neutral palettes in the makeup world there are far more warm tone neutral palettes than there are cool toned just because i don't know i guess that's the trend and me personally i love warm tone over cool tone just because of how they look on me and my skin tone so i am not very intrigued by this palette (laughs) even if it wasn't named all this and stuff um it just it's not doing it for me because i feel like the cool tones on me it does it kind of makes me look more sickly and just like ugh. i like the warm tone i like to kind of bring the the warmth to my face but uh yeah so um i don't know that's that i just i thought it was an interesting uh topic mm-hmm. what are your thoughts Get that bag, boo. So I'm you, not buying it. I don't really care. Well, yeah, but you don't think it's like kind of poor taste timing? Eh, whatever. It is what it is. Mm. I really don't care what people feel. <laughs> if I was making that much money, I'm like, whatever. Throw it out. All right. What? Dog, I'm sitting here in my $16 million mansion. I don't care. I think it was 17 <laughs> <laughs> But what's a million dollars? You know, much. it's just that's a it's baby money. That's a little bit of a difference. Pretty much. But uh, I'm going to move on to some relationship advice topics here. What's the difference between a bronze and a gold toilet? <laughs> eh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, moving on. So this one's interesting. <sighs> this is so interesting. I thought. So this one, this girl titled it as, I can't stop judging partners by their appearance. And she says, at the risk of sounding like a narcissist, I, a 21 female, am a good looking person. Oh my, all right. This is going this way already, okay. I don't let it inflate my ego. And I'm I'm a caring person who would honestly rather die than hurt someone's feelings. Oh, okay. Jeez, I was like, where is this going? Growing up, though, my family... I thought she was going to say she'd rather die than look look a certain way. Growing up, I'd rather my family family put a lot of emphasis on my importance, on the importance of looks. Uh, My immediate... God damn, I can't even talk now. You threw me off my game. Ugh. No, I think we're both having issues today. There's something in the air. Corona? Is that you? 
My immediate and extended family always made comments about how pretty I was and how I'd have my pick when I got older. My mom oh, would geez. would make passing comments about how weird-looking my friends' boyfriends were. Oh, God. Oh. And how, how said friends could do better based solely oh. on looks. I didn't think this had any effect on me because I never thought how attractive people... Um, Okay, she misspelled here, but she says how attractive people when I'm making new friends. She meant to say how attractive people are when I'm making new friends. <sighs> um, I think picking friends based on attractiveness is absolutely horrible because it is horrible. Okay, but has anyone heard of beauty is in the eye of the beholder too? Like, yeah, that's great, dog. Uh, being attractive is completely different to each person. That's great, dog. I mean, not really. Look at celebrities. Yeah. There's a general standard. Of there's what, general. What and then there's like a whole population of people that are like, ew, when they look at that person that like a lot of other people adore. Okay. So that, uh, that's what I'm saying, though. That's a few compared to the majority. So this girl goes on to say it's a long freaking paragraphs, multiple paragraphs. I'm going to give you a brief synopsis so essentially she didn't date through high school so she goes to college she uh she finds a guy that she clicks with in every level he's smart he's funny he's ambitious and put together she really likes him but then she meets another guy who's standoffish uh close-minded and treats her and everyone else like an ass um but her friends and family constantly told her that hey they look great together and because of all that fanfare she thought this is the ideal relationship um and miraculously the Ooh. first guy and her are now are good friends so she she essentially you know how she friends on the good one and she went for the fuck boy exactly and uh she's been in that <laughs> they've been in that relationship for two years so yeah how's that going well that relationship ended okay <laughs> and then she started dating again um and then she started Go back to the friends she started noticing that every person that she started talking to <laughs> immediately started she started wondering if they'd be good enough for her family and friends oh my god go back to the friend <laughs> go uh, back to the friend especially uh, if he's not dating and he's been patient with you all these years and he listened to you whine about the the terrible little boy you were with like come on she says oh, god, um, this is like a movie when you're like screaming at the screen and you want them to hear you she, she said <laughs> I would think they were cute and that they had a good personality but when things started to get more serious i became doubtful that they weren't attractive enough oh and then God. on repeat i would start uh thinking is he really even that cute my family would think i downgraded and that would be an embarrassment and nothing wow. i can do wow. to stop it wow 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 uh, wow <laughs> so recently though oh gosh Start, but wait, there's more. <laughs> she started developing feelings for the guy that she met before meeting her the friend? ex. And she's terrified. Um, she's always cared about this guy so much as a friend. She puts in parentheses. Oh, shut up. And spent years feeling <laughs> guilty about turning him down for her ex. Oh, he is such a genuine it. and good person. Um, she's never had so, so, so much of a seamless connection with anyone. Come on. And you're just answering your own um, question. But he isn't the most conventional, attractive guy. I think he's attractive and always have, but I don't want to wait, uh, but I don't want to do 
to him what I know what I now realize I've been doing to others, especially given our history. Uh, Is it done? The last few sentences she says, I don't know why I'm so preoccupied with looks when it comes to my partners, but I really hate myself for it and want to change. (laughs) I just have no idea how to go about fixing myself. I know it's awful and I feel like I can't talk to anyone I know without being ostracized. What, what, What do I do? Girl, okay, I'm ready for you. <laughs> so, what we're first gonna do is we gonna go get your man because you guys sound like you'll live happily ever after and it's adorable and that's it. Okay, second of all, we're gonna distance ourselves from the negative Nancys, okay? Because we don't need that kind of negativity in our life. Third of all, we gonna go to therapy and we gonna dig deep into what's going on here, okay? And finally, you're gonna realize that you do know why you keep doing that to, to other boys. It's because that's how you were trained when you were growing up. Everything in our life pretty much goes back to childhood. So you're gonna have these epiphany moments and these ahas, and then you're gonna be like, oh, and then I can work through this and let me massage that and let me get rid of this and let me change this. And it's gonna be great and it's gonna be a terribly hard process and you're probably gonna cry and you're gonna have some ups and downs but in the end it'll lead to you get the happy relationship with the adorable boy that is awesome and treats you well you'll eventually get to the point where you're not gonna have the issue of like oh but i'm doubting and he's not cute enough and they're gonna think i downgraded because you're not even gonna care that they think that you downgraded because you're gonna be like i'm with this amazing guy you guys could be super superficial if you want but i'm over here like loving him for him and that's what matters and like cool and that's what's gonna happen and it's gonna be you're gonna live happily ever after and it's gonna be amazing it may take years but that's that's the long and the short of it okay is like you gotta unpack this okay and work through it but people can change that's my that's my ultimate thing is you can change and you can unravel and and break patterns and family cycles and all that fun stuff so go do it i do feel like this is a common thing um where like like yeah like someone sees someone else that's attractive and they're like yo we have to we have to match each other because we you know we're attractive but it's like it's it's stupid it's a big high school thing if you high school but just a society thing. yeah but if you ever look at a lot of like like the the popular people in high school they would literally just link up because it was like that's what they were supposed to do well that's what to put in their head yeah 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 yeah. but i mean it's still a society thing because yeah yeah, like well it continues because if you don't argue if you don't uh you know, if you don't challenge it, it's just going to continue. Well, you have, like, Instagram, you have social media that, like, will further, like, push it to right. be like, yo, you're taking pictures together and, like, you guys look really cute together. Like, you yeah. guys are going to have great kids. Or, and it's like, you further feel like you're stuck in a, in a relationship that is possibly, because you don't know if you're not in it, but it's probably toxic. And you're just like, you know, everyone says we look great together, so I have to be uh-huh. with this person. Right. The fact that you're prioritizing that over everything else, that's dangerous. And that's not good. It's interesting that like this, this came from her mom and like, as she was seeing her like friends, boyfriends, her mom was always making these comments and it's just like, mom shallow. <laughs> like, well, that's what I'm saying. It's very superficial. 
Like, and, damn. you know, and not for nothing, I've, I've always come across these, like, memes and these videos online and stuff, and especially from a dad, okay? Like, for uh, the daughter, it's a big thing that growing up, you're not just saying that they're pretty and beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's important, but you're not just emphasizing that. That you're also saying you're smart, mm-hmm. you're respectable, you're hardworking, like all the other attributes that are very important to mm-hmm. create and build up a strong woman all around. So like, and I, I've taken that to heart. Like it's very, it. I mean, it's important both ways, but it's like... That's huge. Yeah. Because, yeah, like we automatically, we always do that. And it's, it's it's a subliminal thing. It's not like we're trying to be bad, but, you know, we'll see a little girl and she has on this dress and she's feeling herself and we'll be like, oh, you're so pretty. And like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I guess because you're not really, you know, you're not the parent and you're just see- seeing her there and, you know, it's it's okay. But if I was the parent, it was like, you know. We we're ooh, we having those mantras. We're we're going through it, like mm-hmm. because yeah. I mean, there's a lot more that makes a strong woman than just looks. And I'm not doubting that she's beautiful. Like that's great, good for you. Um, but you know, and that's the thing too is I've always dated. I've said this a million times that I never dated on looks first. Like the looks would always grow on me as I grew to know and love the person and for who they were. So for me, I feel like that's a good way to go about it. You need to love the person's soul because that, you know, not for nothing. They always talk about how like, you know, there's a saying it's like fall in love with their eyes because it's the only thing that doesn't age Mm -hmm. because yeah, not for nothing. You know, we're married, okay? Our intention is to live our entire lives together, right? Well... Damn, was that really what was happening? <laughs> Surprise! Damn. I know, it wasn't very clear in those vows. <laughs> um, no, so... Because, surprise, okay? When you go through life together, you know... You, you, things are gonna sag things like wrinkles wrinkles are gonna happen uh hair is gonna go white all everything and you know god forbid if you get sick or something that could be even more but like you're you're not always gonna look a hundred percent you know and it's you're Mm -hmm. you're gonna you could do skincare you do whatever at the end of the day we're not celebrities okay we don't have unlimited funds to always not age and all that stuff if you're naturally aging you're going to age. So you have to fall in love with the person for who they are and their soul mm-hmm. because that's what's going to keep you guys tied throughout all of that. Because then, you know, when we're 50, when we're 60, when we're 70, we're still going to love each other and we're still going to find each other adorable, attractive, whatever it is because of the connection. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, I mean, that's hugely important. It's not just all about looks. I mean, I will say, Looks are important to an extent because, yes, you need, like, the physical sexual attraction and all that, you know, if that's what you're into. It's important for a little spark there. You can't just be completely repulsed by the person. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely not the most important part at all because when you're going through the, the hardest parts of your life, who do you want there? Like, who... It's not for their looks. When you're going through... If you, like... 
you know, we're talking about this pandemic stuff, you know, if I lost my business, who do I want to go through that with? Who do I want to support me and to hear me out and to lift me up when I need it most? It's not based on looks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'll say it's 50-50. Um, it's not off looks. Looks are like the general introduction to like, hmm, this person seems interesting. At least, at least how I played it um, mm-hmm. with it. But then it's like, like what I can think of off the top of my head was like back in high school. I didn't really, well, didn't date at all in high school. But there's some girls that were interesting. And like there was one that like, her look was interesting. I digged it. I'm like, okay, I like you. Um, but then, like, being around her and stuff like that, I'm like, uh, I don't like you. <laughs> like, See? Exactly. Like, no, seriously. There could be, like, the hottest people on earth, and they, they could either be dull or they could be annoying. Like, Well, that's why, like, I get your stance, and that's no problem. But looks are always, like, the introduction introduction to, like, me yeah. knowing if I'm like, okay, I like the way you look. Cool. But, like ask like compliment itself right i'm not heavy on it like of course i've, I've met people that like may not be the, the greatest like lookers or, or something um but i'm not i'm not gonna be like man i can't see myself with you um i do get how like yeah when people do jump from one late one relationship to another um people are gonna have that initial thought Mm-hmm. They may not. They're probably not going to tell you it as your mom would in this girl that I, I read this off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but like other than that, it's like once people see your chemistry and see how you work, it's like oh yeah, like they you know they're they're great for each other because it's like looks are just it is what it is. But like when they see how you operate and how like you guys you know talk to each other or, or you know work together <laughs> in public, right? Um, it, it goes out of the door. Like everyone's just like, man, you guys look great and together just right. off of your energy. And I'll say that with you. It's been the most that I've gotten the whole you guys look cute together thing because I think maybe our looks do match up a little more than what I've had before. However, it's not like I never heard that before because what you were it's just what you were just saying that Mm -hmm. when people like see that you guys are just like, you know, like, like, you know, just like happy together in your own little bubble and like, you know, that's part of what makes you cute together mm-hmm. is like oh like you guys are adorable like you're happy and like good you know yeah. it's not it's not strictly but i th- i feel like with you i've gotten it sometimes based off of looks dog i don't look good at all i'm being straight up like no jokes on that like yeah i remember growing up i'm like no one can see me right now unless you're watching the video, but I was I'm just like, shooketh by that comment. I remember going up, I'm like, damn, like, that's what Excuse I'm going to look like forever. <laughs> There's no change in this. Uh, oh my God, what? <laughs> I, I looked like a Stop. weird, like, I feel like that's probably when I was a teenager, so I mean, no. uh, um, but yeah. And I will tell you, you're ridiculous for thinking that because yeah. I've had so many people compliment how you look to me like so many people be like he got a great smile and he's he's adorable oh he's he's handsome girl good for you and like all that kind of stuff and i'm just like okay but like don't touch like you need to like back up like like thank you but chill <laughs> so like shh yeah shh well women, my number is what what your number what? what women my number is excuse me 
off the market. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, at the end of the day, it shouldn't... As much as we look at someone like... And like... I feel like celebrities push that narrative or society when you go um, to like stores you see in the magazine and they have like this, mm-hmm. you know, attractive guy or girl on the cover. It's like yeah. it's always pushed that like you have to be like this is a certain look that, like well, currently what? No, I was just going to say it was just like what I was telling you the other day about how there's sexiest man of the year is like a magazine thing. Yeah. Like, there you go. But like there's a certain look right now in the last probably two, three years. Like the look has changed from like. You know, like a clean shaven thing to like the beard or like some stubble like the look has changed in, in it society always does. yeah and it's like it's just now it's like anyone that you see in like movies or shows they like they they don't have a clean face more so they have like you know some bit of like stubble or, i feel or like beard it's more something. scruffy and relatable yeah and it's like i'm for. cool with it because i was like before well you know it's because we you were with me during this like transition time like the early stages of a relationship like i used to shave all the time mm-hmm. and now like over like the last year yeah i'm just like trimming it down i'm yeah. just like hey rock i'm just following the trend um so that. it's cool are you me. intentionally doing that or is it subliminal what do you mean like are you following the trend on purpose or it just kind of happens i like the look okay and it's less work to so because that's kind of time with me just being yeah. able to shave like shaving it i'm taking like 30 minutes but instead of uh, just getting like a razor, I could just freaking go through in like 10, 20 at the most. Listen, I can even, rock like... with that. Quarantine, ladies, am I right? Like, we have not given, you know, not given any thought to it. So, um, but now it's getting warmer. So now I have to, <laughs> you know, going for walks and stuff. People may see, but. <laughs> Who cares if they see a little But I mean, hair. the past couple months, like Wolverine, rawr, how you doing like it's not even that hairy see i'm with a good one ladies okay it don't stop nothing he don't care like woo. They say a period doesn't stop nothing but a sentence but <laughs> we won't get into that though uh, <laughs> uh that's another topic for another day you ain't ready for that yeah i mean at the end of, the end of it and you know we'll push this as a kid as we have kids um and even like how you mentioned how you like normally go to the girl and we're like you know you're so pretty you look great mm-hmm. all this stuff and like it hasn't happened yet so i'm not sure i would handle it if we had a daughter but like i would hope i would be the person that like if i see her you know coloring something or doing something and i'm like man that's that's really good that's smart like i like how you do that or, like and i hope that i'm that dad to like enforce other things and not just the beauty and there's like a time and a place for everything obviously because yeah, yeah when we got married and i did the first look with my dad like obviously he said i was beautiful and like i was looking for that hello i put all this effort into look looking amazing more so than i normally do so yes like prom weddings like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah you be telling them like they looking like it okay yes but but what looking like a whole meal okay not to your daughter but anyway that's not what i meant but okay. okay but um yeah but besides that like yeah, I just think it's important to emphasize all the good attributes, you know, your intelligence, your looks, your everything. Yeah. Your good heart, all of it. So. I rock with it. But yeah, I think there's hope for her. She, But she does need to put the work in. That's the unfortunate part. Is yeah. you're gonna, you're, it's not going to be easy. Like, you do have to work through this stuff because it's a generational cycle and you need to break yeah. it. And just that's so you're not never easy. Kids that, like, yo, the person you're with. Well, yeah. which we would hope, 
it sounds like she's she she's aware of she's it. She's aware. She's so yeah. Like, she's the first least... step. Like she she's admitting it and she's aware of it. She just now needs to take action. Yeah. And and and, and you know be aware that this is. And she's twenty one, so you're haul. young. So it's yeah. like you're. Well, you know. good though. Do it yeah. now because if you do it now, then hopefully it's not going to affect your you know your long term relationships that can turn into marriage and babies and like all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you do it now then you're going to have good quality relationships because, I mean, you can do it while you're in the relationship with that guy, but just I hope he's understanding when you're going through all this stuff. Yeah. That's the only thing because, whoo, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, the guy seems like he would be. I'm, I ship it. I don't even know them, but, like, from yeah. the sounds of it, I ship it. Go get your man. Like, don't mess it up. That's all okay. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm going to go get me a meal, so, uh what a man comment i'm about that. to go eat some food well i say that just a, a little thing just so you guys know because i think i said this on the last episode i've been doing like intermittent fasting for like the last intermittent i, I thought i said that you said like mm-hmm. i'm doing fasting goddamn okay for 16 <laughs> hours and uh you know it's a fast and eight hours to eat um so i've been doing that it's like my third week coming up so um yeah doing doing well but now i'm hungry and we're hitting you know my my time to eat mark so we're gonna wrap this bad boy up i may do a who knows we may do a topic on that when i feel comfortable but right now i don't i'm trying to work through this right now okay okay anything else for my people our people Nah, i'm good all right so guys one thing you gotta remember you gotta take out of this Take your mental health days. Take those days off. Go on for a walk. Uh, uh, go out. I mean, you're, you're pretty much trapped in your house. You can't really go out too many places still, even though states are slowly reopening. But just take take a day off to stay home and, and listen to music or play games or watch a movie. Do yeah. something for yourself. That's Honestly, that's too, mean. naps are a good thing right now. Like, don't knock a nap if mm-hmm. you can. Like, again, I know that's a whole other story when it comes to having kids. But because I've even heard that from people who are like over 30 and all that stuff, they're like, they're like, take all the naps while you still can kind of thing. So I think that more so applies now. So if you need to because you're physically drained, do it. If you need to because you just need to check out, you're mentally drained and you don't know how to handle anything, mm-hmm. do it. Do it. Your body will thank you. It's fine. Take a rest. Meditate. I'm still trying to get into meditating. It's hard for me. But like even just controlled breathing, like all of it. Yeah. Just find what works for you. All right. On that note, guys, I'm Shadell, Colts the Patient with Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.